Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, hey, Waffle Gang, I do hope you are well. My name is Mark, and today we're checking out some more Reddit stories. And if you do love a Reddit story, why not consider hitting that like, subscribe, maybe that notification bell too, so you don't miss an episode. And let's crack on with today's first story. Much love, guys. Now, this story comes from a deleted user who says, My male 28, wife female 28, throughout the flowers I got her for Valentine's Day. I destroyed her late husband's wedding ring and messed everything up. I met my wife when we were 20. We've been together since shortly after we met. We got engaged at 26 and just got married last autumn. When I met her, she was a widow. She had known her late husband since infancy. Her mum babysat him and they had been dating since 7th grade. Married at 18. He died in a car accident when they were 20, shortly before I met her. When we first started dating, she was still grieving his death. She would often have panic attacks and lock herself in the bathroom crying. I tried to be as understanding as I could when things like this happened. I tried to comfort her, but she would just ask for space. Over the years, this has lessened and lessened and she never brings him up anymore. On our first Valentine's Day, I got her chocolates and flowers and she accepted them and said she appreciated the gesture. But then she said she thinks Valentine's Day is just stupid, commercial holiday that she doesn't care for. I retorted that I think it's a sweet day where couples could profoundly express their love and that I'd still like to celebrate it at least a little. After pressing it for a while, she admitted that she didn't want to celebrate it because she celebrated it with her late husband. It started with corny little Valentine's cards that you make for your classmates in elementary school. Two full-fledged romantic dinners. Then eventually they got married on Valentine's Day. We were freshly in the relationship, so I digressed and agreed no Valentine's Day. So I never attempted to celebrate it again. That brings us to this Valentine's Day. Man, I can feel my blood boiling typing this. It's our first Valentine's Day as a married couple. She never discusses him anymore, so I think why not surprise her with some flowers after work? We've come so far over the years. Our relationship is near perfect. I love her beyond words. Nothing wrong with expressing that, right? Wrong. I bring home the flowers, a full-fledged $100 bouquet, and she loses her absolute shit. She said it's the one thing she explicitly asked me not to do, and I couldn't even respect that. She grabs the flowers out of my hands, storms out the apartment without even putting shoes on. I follow after her. She starts screaming at the top of her lungs and throws them in the dumpster. Her knees give out and she shrinks down to the ground, crying like absolute crazy. I've never seen her this bad. I get down on the ground with her and hold her, profusely apologizing. She calms down. We go back up to our we go back up to our apartment. A few hours pass by as normal and admittedly, I make maybe an even bigger mistake. She's on her computer doing some work. I ask her, "Do you still love him?" 
Was I just a rebound? I regret the words as soon as they come out. I wish I could take them back instantly. We haven't discussed him since the first year we were together, but I don't want to ignore the subject. It's killing me. I had to ask. No response. Nothing at all. I get angrier. I know I shouldn't have, but I start yelling at her to answer me. She gets up. She starts packing a duffel bag with clothes. I ask her where she's going. Still, nothing. She wouldn't even make eye contact with me. She takes off her engagement and wedding rings from our marriage and puts it on the nightstand. I lose it at this point. I feel out of my mind. I literally can't feel my body. It's like I'm watching myself from the third person. Her late husband was cremated, so she kept his wedding ring after he passed in a little box in her sock drawer. I grab the box and get a hammer and I start bashing the ring in and telling her that he's dead. I'm her husband now. I can't believe she's not over him. Awful stuff, I know. I don't know what I was thinking. She bawls for me to stop. I immediately stop. I realize what I had just done. I wasn't thinking. I couldn't have been. I would never do something like that, but I just did. And then she left. I begged her to stay as she walked out, but she didn't. I've tried contacting her a million times. Her phone is off or she blocked me. I don't know. I called her parents and close friends. No one knows where she is or at least they won't tell me. I know I messed up. Is there anything I can do to fix this? Is my marriage over? I've never felt that kind of anger before. I've never been so vicious before. I don't know what came over me. Jealousy maybe? I don't know. I guess I can't really describe it. It just felt like everything I built with her was based on a rebound. If he hadn't died, they would probably be together and I'm just holding his place now. She's always treated me with immense love, never compared me to him. She's the most hardworking, brave, sweetest woman I know. She's always encouraged me and pushed me to achieve my dreams and supported me when I failed. And we do have some updates and additional information in a moment, but Honestly, coming into this one, I can't see no coming back from this. I'm trying to imagine like sort of being your wife's friend, relative or whatever, and her coming round and explaining the situation to me, the scene that you just described yourself of you taking out the ring, taking a hammer and destroying it in front of her like that. That is absolutely awful. And I could honestly see no way coming back. There's no way to come back from that. There's nothing you can say to fix that. But it just felt to me... And the thoughts that were going through my head is that you had 364 other days of the year to celebrate your love for her, to show her how much she means to you, knowing that they got married on Valentine's Day. So it's obviously going to be, I don't know if traumatic is the right word, but it's going to be, it's going to be a hard day for her because that's the day that they got married and no, he passed away. She's still going to have love for this person. It just doesn't dissipate because he's gone now. And you said yourself, she never compared like him to you or you to him, etc. She loves you. Or should I say loved? Because as I said, I just can't see no way coming back from this in the updates. I can't see it. But we'll cover a couple of comments before we move over there. Simmies268 says, I have to say, reading this story disgusted me. You knew what you were doing. This you weren't thinking is BS. Yes, you could have been angry, but when you realize you are really hurting someone, that's when you stop and you kept going. You knew what you were doing. Don't tell me you didn't. He died in a car accident. He died in a car accident. She asked you not to bring this up on Valentine's Day and yet you did. I surely hope she doesn't take you back. Doodle says your marriage is certainly over. It's not just Valentine's Day. 
She literally got married to her childhood sweetheart on that day. He's not an ex. He's her late husband who died tragically. If you don't respect that, you don't respect her. It's perfectly possible to love more than one person in your lifetime, but I'm not so sure it's possible to love someone who has done what you've done. Quiara says and quotes, I can't lose her, I just can't, and then goes on to say, you already have. Nothing you did was okay. Your blood is boiling. You behaved in a cruel and inhuman manner and anybody would tell her to leave you. S. Joy D says, you need to leave her alone and let her grieve. The whole post is about how you didn't care about her feelings at every step. It was the wedding anniversary of her and her dead husband, for fuck's sake. I'll answer your question. She will always love him. That doesn't make you a rebound. You can't undo what you did. There's a very good chance your marriage is over. So then OP goes on to update the post, which says her brother called me and let me know she's safe and she's staying with a family member, but won't specifically say where. He asked if he could come pick up some more of her stuff, including the destroyed ring. He specifically asked I not throw it away or further tarnish it from our place without her. I reluctantly agreed. I really wanted to see her, but I understand why I can't right now. She hasn't texted me back or called me herself. I'm starting to think she won't be anytime soon. And according to everyone here, I have no one to blame but myself. Not sure if I keep replying to comments. It's taking a toll on me, but I'm still reading all of them. Some of them are hard to read, but I appreciate them anyway. I guess I'm an arsehole, but it's hard to live in the shadow of a ghost. I just wanted to celebrate Valentine's Day so I could show her how much I love and appreciate her. Things got out of hand. Some of my comments on here were out of anger and I'm sorry for that. I love my wife despite what people here think and I won't stop fighting for her. Next update. Never mind, I was wrong. She texted me back shortly after her brother called. The next time you see me, there will be a lawyer and divorce papers. I'm scared of you now. Please stop contacting me and my family. And if you come anywhere near me, I'm calling the cops. Verbatim. So I guess that's that. I guess I underestimated the severity of what I did. I guess it isn't as black and white as I thought. I knew I messed up. I just didn't think it was this bad. I'm flawed. Devastated. I hope she just texts that out of anger and that she'll come around. Part of me is so angry, I want to throw out his ring entirely and her engagement slash wedding ring from our marriage too. It's hard to imagine she actually wants to leave me. For now, whiskey it is. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is plushcare. Plushcare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Okay, actual last update. I left her multiple voicemails and texts after her last text. She sent me back one text, and here it is. I love you. 
I wanted to spend the rest of my life with you, but it's become clear you can't accept the life I had before you. I learned how to love because of him, and because of that, I was able to love you as long and as much as I did. In a way, you were right. I wasn't ready to get into a relationship when we did, but we did, and we were in deep. I wasn't ready, but I didn't want to lose you because it was the wrong timing. And we built an amazing life together, or so I thought. What you did is unforgivable. I would have rather you hit me with a hammer and leave the ring intact. I got rid of all my photos with him because you didn't want it in our home. That ring was all I had left. Please do not get rid of it. Keep the apartment, keep the car, keep anything you want of ours. I will tell any lawyer I want the bare minimal, but that ring is mine. If you ever cared about me, just let me have it back so I can get it fixed. We're not coming back from this. I'm sorry. I hope you're healed from this, but there's nothing you can say or do to undo the damage here. What's done is done. Take care of yourself. Legal proceedings are the only thing in our future, and I'm sorry that that has to be the case, but I'm done. And it was like the comments said on this particular story. How would you ever come back from that? You've just witnessed him doing this, destroying the ring, something that was so, so precious to you. He knew this and you just watched him destroy it in front of you like that. Is there ever any way you'd be able to get around that? I did look in the controversial section of the comments on that particular post and there were some people saying, you know, the marriage could be rebuilt from this. That she wasn't ready for a relationship, which in some ways she admitted herself as well, but she did it because she thought they had a future together. But I couldn't see a way of repairing that at all. What do you guys think? Let us know your thoughts down in the comments below. And let's move on to another story. And next we have a sister story from Gas According. It's from Entitled People, so you know where this one's going to go. It says, sister demands $50,000 of my time from my job. I'm an accountant at a big four firm. Yellow line for those that know. My sister is a stay-at-home mum with three kids. I'm 27 years old, have no kids and make 135,000 Canadian dollars a year in salary. The way my job works is I get billed out to clients at a specified rate and then my firm pays me my salary. Being an accountant, I get a pretty good view of all things business related. My entitled sister wants to start a business. Great, that will provide them with some extra income. Supporting three kids on a single income can be very difficult. It was February and I was in the thick of busy season. The time leading up to when all the public orders are due essentially. It's long 12 to 15 hour days for months at a time. My sister decided to get her business plan up and running and she needed some help. I told her that I would not be able to help her until May. This wasn't a good enough answer for her. She wanted to get the funding for a business for April so she could start setting up operations in May. She demanded that I work after work for free, building her a business plan, building out controls that I would eventually have to implement, designing business processes, and then getting her the funding from the bank that she wanted for the business. I shrugged it off until she called my boss. She called my boss, a very lovely but serious managing partner asking if I could get some time off in the middle of the busy season to help her start her business. My boss's number is public on the firm's website, so that's how she got it. This is not okay. My boss came to my office and told me what happened and told me that if I wanted a vacation, I needed to give them more notice and that usually it wasn't approved. 
I was confused because I didn't request any time off. He said, name, called, and I knew exactly what she had done. I was fuming, gagged, gooped, and guffawed, to say the least. I called her up and told her to never call my work to try to get me time off in the middle of the busiest time of year. She was super angry that I could not help her. She ended up going to my mum, a retired chartered accountant, CA, for help. She has retired and doesn't want to work anymore unless she is getting her pay rate from when she was working, which is approximately $1,625 an hour. At the family dinner we have on Sunday, she brings up the fact that nobody in the family is willing to help her get her business off the ground. My mum mentioned that she couldn't afford her rate in a way meaning she didn't want to do the work because she is retired. I told her that I couldn't take off two weeks of my life to get her whole business off the ground and ready for operations. I would be able to do it part-time in the spring slash summer for opening the next spring. She didn't like that answer again. I told her that I can sign her through my firm first thing Monday morning, but she would have to pay the $50,000 retainer and signing fee. She explodes and leaves and agreed to have my work on it for free in the spring and summer. I didn't say it was going to be free, but it was going to be a heavily discounted rate of $45 to $50 an hour and not the $650 that my firm charges for my time to clients. Now, my accountant that I go to at a certain time of year, I can't, it's usually around that sort of time, I think it is. You go into his office and there is just piles of paper everywhere. The guy is absolutely snowed under and he tells me about all the hours he's working, etc., etc. So yeah, absolutely hugely busy time for you. I was kind of really hoping for an MLM to turn up at one point in this story. I was I was suspecting it, but it didn't it didn't come to fruition in the end. But you said towards the end of this story that you may help her for $45 to $50 an hour. I wouldn't even offer that if I was you. You know, you're you're probably gonna get messed up some way along the line. She's not gonna pay or something like that. Even if you sign a contract, you know, her business will fall through, she can't afford it, etc. etc. To me, it's just one of those situations that you don't want nothing to do with the fact that she called your boss and tried to get you vacation is a huge overstep and one where i wouldn't be helpful towards that person ever again but wow what do you guys make of this one what would you do if you was in op situation would you offer to help out at the end like op did or not let us know your thoughts down in the comments below let's have another cheeky little couple of wholesome stories shall we and this story comes from Bill Rose 69 who says, First Real Christmas. My daughters came to live with us in late November 2004. From a crappy foster care situation and living in a van with their drug-addled prostitute biological mum before that. Things were still very new to them. They were still adjusting to their new home and were amazed at the simple things like eating, playing with toys that belonged to them and having nice clothes to wear. When the Christmas tree went up, they didn't have any idea what it was. They thought it was pretty and enjoyed decorating it and looking at it, but other than that, no clue. When we talked about Santa, they were clueless about that as well. They couldn't believe such a thing was possible. They were four and five years old at this point and had never experienced a Christmas of any consequence. We took them to the nice mall for a visit to Santa. They asked, Dad, that man really brings us presents. Of course, I explained and told them the whole deal. I was really bothered by the fact that they came from a foster home and never got a single present. 
a tree or any of the traditions associated with it. When we picked up the girls from the foster home, the foster mum didn't give us anything except a bag of men's tube socks. No toys, dolls, nothing. Gradually, stacks of presents gathered under the tree, and on Christmas Eve, we put milk and cookies out for Santa. They were very skeptical about the whole deal and were questioning the whole down the chimney thing and trying to find holes in my story. We were listening to Christmas music and reading stories and they kept running to the front window. I thought they were looking for Santa. Finally, I said, Santa won't come till later after you are asleep. The girl said, no dad, we're looking for the policemen. They always come to get us at Christmas. Sad. Anyway, when the girls went to sleep, I put on my big work boots, stomped them around in the fireplace and left dirty boot prints on the white carpet leading to the cookies. Took a bite, drank some milk and put out the Santa presents and went to sleep. The next morning about 8am, I heard a tremendous squealing and laughing. They dragged me downstairs to show me the footprint and the half-eaten cookie. He's real! He's real! They didn't care about the presents at all. They were caught up in the magic and... That was fine with me. Those bloody onion ninjas again. They must be close by. Must be hiding under my desk the amount I've been crying just lately. Holy moly. (laughs) And a lot of you have been sharing your own little wholesome stories on r slash mark narrations over on Reddit. Feel free to get involved as well. If you'd like your little story added to the end of a video, I'm happy to share these ones because a lot of people been enjoying the the lightheartedness towards the end, which, you know, it's, it's... nice for me as well to read after we read some of these stories some of them can be quite deep quite hard reads at times with what people go for and i'm not trying to downplay those stories at all or anything like that but but to give that little pick me up towards the end is sometimes quite helpful for people certainly helpful for me as well so feel free to share your stories over there now just once again a huge thank you from the bottom of my heart for getting involved in today's stories showing your love support and time not just towards me but towards the stories the ops the comments and towards one another as well i always find it absolutely fascinating and i'm forever grateful for what a wonderful community that we have here thank you so much and hopefully we'll see you in the next one take care and much love wake up get up stretch my legs eat some breakfast milk and eggs brush my teeth up wash my Face, throw my clothes on, start my day. Wake up, I can smell the smoke from the bacon. Let's go, see the sun shining from the windows. Okay, I know that's a damn. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.